It's auction time, it's auction time, it's time to begin the auction. Folks, you're in the right place at the right time. My name is Lance Walker, fast talker of Walker Auctions in Memphis, Tennessee. Welcome to the Time to Sell program. I am sold on Walker Auctions. It's my favorite time of the day. What time is that? Of the week. Of the week? What time is that? Time to sell. Time to sell. Time to sell. Welcome to Time to Sell. We're Walker Auctions, and my name is Lance Walker, fast talker. Along with me is international auctioneer champion Terry Walker and the world's greatest fiddle-playing auctioneer, Eric Walker. Howdy. How's everybody doing? I think we're doing all right. You know what? Great. She's on her cell phone. Every time we start, she's (laughs) bopping on that cell phone, acting like she's working. And I know she's on Amazon ordering something. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm on an auction site bidding. It's time to sell, Terry, not time to buy. Actually, it's when it's time to sell, it's time to buy. That's right. We have to have, we have to have both. So uh, this show appeals to, to people who like to buy and sell, and we promote the auction method of buying and selling. And uh, if you don't know much about it, you're going to know a whole bunch about it at the end of this hour. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to talk about. Uh, we have two guests today. Uh, one has uh, been totally immersed in auctioneering most of his life, past IAC champion and NA president Mike Jones from Texas. And uh, also, we're going to talk taxes today because when you buy and sell, you have to pay taxes. You very well might, yeah. <laughs> you very well might. And and as the auctioneer, it is not our job to pay those taxes, contrary to popular belief. So, uh, Jimmy Luke, Accountant Supreme, we'll be talking to him hopefully this afternoon. And uh, we like to start our show off with Terry's teasers and what she does is she talks about the auctions that we have at walker auctions and you can go to your computer at, to walkerauctions.com that's walkerauctions with an s.com you'll see all of our auctions that are up right now and we, we always have several up and uh terry's going to tease you with what we have for sale we hope you'll go there take a look and uh buy something if you want it terry what's going on a lot is going on um getting calls every day but let's talk about what's on that auction site we have some great um cameras if you are a photographer boy this is the auction for you and these are high quality cameras so you want to take a moment and look at those uh read the information about them kimberly is the auction manager on this auction so if you have any questions please contact her she um has read everything about them that she can possibly read so there's cases there's tripods there's cameras and several uh very high-end cameras and then some some not so high-end cameras but they're great for kids if you want to uh someone wants to start their child on some photography lessons etc um we also have uh the um marvell thomas's auction yes Oh, my word. Folks, take a moment. Look at this. There's some great items in this auction. You want to look at this one and and see what you can bid on because it has got some. It's just got unusual items. It's got bunches of antiques. It's got some folk art in it as well, some dolls that are folk art items that um, are treasures today and will definitely be treasures for you tomorrow. So those may be um, items that you want to look at as even as an investment opportunity. Take the gamble on that one. He's a piece of Memphis music history. Yes, he is. We interviewed um, his um, bride last yes. week, and she was delightful. Lots of ideas, lots of history about uh, her life with with both he and Rufus as as a married couple, they, um, of course, spent some time with Rufus as well. So it was a, it was a good interview. Take a moment. Look at, listen to our podcast. It's still uh, go to our site, or you can go to KWAM and, and pull it up from there. So that's a great podcast that you do want to listen to if you get a chance. And last week, if you didn't learn anything but one thing, you learned that the funky chicken was Rufus's <laughs> biggest record. Yes. I'll never forget that song. Yes, and some people, that's the only <laughs> dance they can do. 
is the funky oh, chicken. I wish we weren't on radio. Oh, I, I'm glad we oh, are. Man. <laughs> oh, you gave me a great idea. Okay, we well, let's. That <laughs> we'll but you to, should have seen him do it. <laughs> we'll have to practice. We'll have to practice. And you're not going to be wearing shorts, so there you I go. I know, and he wore shorts a lot of times when he did it. Lance, he was we, a character. We also have um, a shop that that's not yes. listed now, but it will be up probably tomorrow. I'm going to be working on that one um, today and tomorrow, getting it on the site. And there is a Ford, oh my gosh, I think it's an 850 tractor. Yeah, it's a tractor, and I am I think it's an 850. I don't know if that's a Ford. Well, it could be. Okay. Ford Farmall or just a Ford. Pro- uh, we don't uh, know. We'll, are, we'll know. I'll, yeah, I'll have a picture. <laughs> you can look at the picture. The, uh, but anyway. You're oh. not an old farm girl, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> all kinds of we've got tools galore and we've got a um a dual axle trailer that you want to look at as well it's an i think it's 18 feet does that sound like a good size trailer that's a good size trailer I that like is that. a good size trailer. we've got that hey lance what we, we got a call in Oh, is this our buddy Mike Jones? Well, I tell you what, talk with Mike, and I'll come back with my other items that we're going to be selling. Mike is worth stopping for. Mike, how are you today? I'm great. Can you hear me? Okay. I, I, hold on, Mike. I can't hear you. I need. I think need some volume here. How's that sound? That, oh. That's that's better. Thank you, Mike. How are you? I'm doing great. It's a little chilly over here in Dallas. And Mike, are you at auction school? Uh, we are. We have class. We have classes going on right now, about twenty feet away from me. How about that? Well, I, that's great. I, I'm so glad that I got you on this week. Then I've been wanting to uh, talk to you, and uh, we're not going to talk about the night we spent together in the airport. <laughs> That'll be for another show. We just <laughs> talked about that at lunch <laughs> here in Dallas. I had had that conversation. And we have uh, actually, I have our friend Rich Schur is actually teaching classes right now. Oh, my goodness. Keep your hand on your wallet. <laughs> yep. well, Mike, listen, we want to talk to, tell people how you become an auctioneer. You know, today, this, this happened to me today. I, I get a call uh, about uh, a bound state auction. And I have to auction for this lady over the phone. You know, people are mesmerized by our auction chant, aren't they? And you, of course, were an international auctioneer champion, as was Terry sitting here to my right. And let me tell people just a little bit about you before we get into to uh, how you become an auctioneer. And that's really what I wanted to talk to you about. But you were you were chairman of the National Auctioneers Foundation when I was uh, on that uh, when I was trustee on that board. You were also uh, you've been inducted into the National Auctioneers Hall of Fame, which, in my opinion, is the highest honor you can get as an auctioneer, and that's that is fantastic. I mentioned you have all, you've served as president of the National Auctioneers Association, and I believe also you've been inducted into the Texas Auctioneers Hall of Fame, and uh, you are uh, you are a U.S. Army War College graduate. I did not know that. That's true. How about that? I well, could go you know on and I, on, but I know you don't want me to talk about you. <laughs> you, you know what? You know, I, I had a friend of mine who had a very historic career in Nashville, Tennessee, and he was the the uh, music, he was the producer of the uh, Grand Ole Opry for about thirty thirty five oh. years. And and I said, you know, Bill, you need to you need to write a book. And he said, Mike, he said, you know, I've been telling these stories so long, I actually believe. <laughs> and so. You know, uh, it, if, you, if you're around long enough and uh, you work hard uh, and you treat people well, I, I think you get uh, treated well in, in return. And well, I'm just blessed. I've been very blessed you have, to be Mike. where I am. You yep. have been blessed. And uh, th- we want to talk about just how you become an auctioneer. And I, that's why I wanted to talk to you uh, because you happen to own an auction school. And yep. Yep. first of all, Mike, tell us. How'd you get started in the auction business? <clears throat> well, it's really funny. My, back in the 60s, my grandfather used to take me to auctions all the time. That was his favorite entertainment was going to little auction houses and, and, and just buying and selling. And uh, I, that, that was literally my, my early training, and I didn't even know it. And huh. uh, so I thought we were always on the front row and, 
and got to know the auctioneers. And I remember this one auctioneer I, I, I watched one time back in the 60s, probably around 67, 68. And you know that uh, on down the road, uh, he ended up becoming my very first business partner. And so uh, and I was only like eight or nine years old. But uh, my parents went to auctions. Uh, I lived in uh, lived on a dairy farm when I was a kid. We were, we had the world champion livestock auctioneer uh, that ran the sale barn in our hometown, and so there were just there were things always going on that kind of led me towards the auction business. And then in high school uh, down in Houston, Texas, uh, I was working for a meat locker, and uh, I got burned in an industrial accident when I was about, oh, I don't know, I was probably a junior in high school, and I got I got better, and uh, my mother said, what are you going to do now? And I said, well, I don't know, but I'm not going back there. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, she said, well, you know, the auctioneer is looking for some help, and, he, and th- this is an auction that they attended quite often. They went to a lot of antique auctions. That was their thing. And so I started working for the auctioneer my junior year, and then uh, that became my uh, after-school job, and that ran into the second year. And then uh, after I left to go to college, I went to North Texas State University in Denton. Then after my first year of college, I thought, you know what? I really uh, miss being around the auctions. And I, I got home from my freshman year of college, and my mother, my mother said, you know, and I wasn't applying myself very well. I was not a very good student at that time. I just, I was not where I needed or wanted uh-huh. to be. And my mother said, uh, are you going to go back to college? And I said, I don't know. And, uh, you know, I wanted to learn, but I did not want to be tied up in a dorm uh, at a university. And, and she reached into a drawer, and she had already sent off information to auction school and <laughs> laid that out for me. And she said, you might want to think about this. And so uh, four months later, I went off to auction school and uh, came back and within 30 days had my state license and then started my company in January of 1979. And uh, I still own that company today. Sounds like Mama's uh, looking after you, buddy. (laughs) I think think Mama knew. (laughs) That's great. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's how I became an auctioneer. Uh Uh, you know, I, it just always leading in that direction. Uh, it was an, it was just a natural thing. I just enjoyed it. And I, I love to be around people and I love to buy and sell and trade. And that's kind of what we do in the auction business. And, and of course I was 19 years old when I went to into auction school and, uh, that, that's kind of how that all happened. That is great. Well, Mike, tell us about your role in educating auctioneers today. How are you involved in that? Well, now one thing that I will tell you, and you mentioned being in, involved with the National Auctioneer Association. I, I literally joined the National Auctioneer Association while I was still at auction school. And I had a mentor. I had a, several mentors uh, in auction school. One of them was a guy named, uh, oh, my gosh, right now, Chuck Cumberland was yes. one. He's a great auctioneer, yes. world champion livestock auctioneer from Brush, Colorado. Yep. And uh, and then I have a, a good friend in in uh, Missouri uh, that you, we all know. Uh, he was an instructor at school up in Missouri, and then over in he worked for Mendenhall over in East, in uh, in North Carolina. And uh, you know, he said, Mike, if you don't do anything else before you leave here, just make sure you join the National Association and the State Association. And I said, okay, don't know what I'm doing, but I'll do it. <laughs> and uh, I went to my first state convention six months later and started getting active and uh, uh, meeting the people who made the business work in Texas and then went to my first national convention in Houston, Texas in 1983. And so being active in, the, in these associations really helped uh, get me involved in in education and i'm watching and learning and then people you know as i got more successful in the 80s uh someone was calling my office all the time saying where can i go to auction school where can i go to auction school well texas is a big state oklahoma is is our neighboring state new mexico and all these this region of south of the southwestern united states uh, there was not a, a dominant auctioneering school in this part of the country, and uh, and after answering that question weekly 
for years. I I was at a national convention in uh, Iowa. No, I take that back. I was in uh, I was in Des Moines. Well, it was Nebraska. <laughs> I don't know one of those places. It was a Midwest. It was yeah. Om- okay, it was Omaha. Okay. I was in Omaha, and I'll never forget it. I, I started asking some of the auctioneers that I knew you know, what they thought about auction school down in Texas. And uh, I remember I got back from that convention and I called up about five auctioneers that were the best, the probably the best known in the state of Texas. The first one I called was a guy named Joe Small, who was my mentor, who took me under his wing and gave me my first job in Dallas as a, uh, a bid spotter. And I said, Joe, if I started an auction school, would you be interested in being an instructor? And he had been an instructor at another school, and he said, absolutely. And then I called each one of them, and to a person, they all said yes. One was Brad Woolley Sr. up in Little Rock, yes. Arkansas. Yeah, uh, and remember him? Texas auctioneers that a lot of folks probably don't know up in your part of the country. But, but it, uh, it was great because they all said yes. And then we built our curriculum. We created the first uh, curriculum for auctioneer school back in 1991-92. We opened in June of 92 and uh, started training uh, auctioneers. And uh, we, I think we had four classes a year for about 15 years. And then for the next, uh, next 15 years, we've done three classes a year here in Texas. And uh, we've trained about four or 5,000 auctioneers now. Yeah, that's we're incredible. Five thousand, pretty hard. Yeah, yep. that's incredible. So we started. We started out as Texas Auction Academy, and then about five years ago, I changed the name to America's Auction Academy to make give it a little more of a national appeal. Uh, we average about thirty to thirty-five students per class. Uh, we have about thirty in the classroom today, and there uh, I have a young lady. Uh, I have a young lady from Maryland, from Baltimore, and we've got people from pennsylvania and we've got people from georgia we've got people from texas and oklahoma and, and a variety of other states and then i've got a young man from ireland and uh, we're very involved with the irish auctioneers association and we promote auctioneering there and promote the national auctioneer association and we actually uh, sponsor the rookie they call it novice but the rookie uh. contest <laughs> for auctioneering in ireland and uh, that's going on in about about a month well how about that? Yeah. So that's that is great. You mean isn't it? And it's neat when you go to auction school, uh, uh, that you meet this wide variety of people from all not just all over the country, but like you say, other countries. So well, that's true. And you know the other thing, Lance um, and Terry knows this. Uh, when I won the international competition back in 1998 in Oklahoma City one of our you know duties is to travel to states and do educational seminars and uh, all types of CEs or continuing education classes that was really uh, something I enjoyed doing I went to about 18 states in 98 and then the pinnacle was coming to St. Jude Children's Hospital in Memphis yeah. Tennessee as the ambassador for the industry and then having an auction with the, with the kids at the hospital and I've been back to the hospital about eight times now so Yep. Yeah, it's, uh, and I've always had a very uh, good relationship with the city of Memphis and Tennessee in general. So, and I'm licensed in Tennessee as well. Well, keep out of here, Mike. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> At least over this side of the state. He can go on the okay. other side. Oh, you're welcome. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I'll, I'll, I'll stay out of your territory. You're welcome, you're welcome here anytime. <laughs> well, Mike, listen, people say, okay, you're going to auction school. Well, what's a day like? What, what's a day like in auction school? Well, uh, we now we started out as a two-week school, and then we cut down to nine days, and then we, we basically honed it down because we live in a Walmart society. Everybody wants it now, and they want it uh, in the next 10 or 15 minutes. So it's hard. We find that if we can condense it down to eight or nine days, we, we the days are longer, but then you know people only lose one weekend away from home. Yeah. So they'll come in on the yeah. Friday. And they'll leave the following Friday. And we usually come in around 8 o'clock every morning, and uh, we do drills. Uh, we do tongue twisters and number drills for about an hour to an hour and a half. And that's going to – and do you want me to kind of yes. show Yes, explain what to people do? what you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so to become an auctioneer, uh, you have to have rhythm. And one of the ways that we create rhythm 
and uh, and you know this, and Terry know this as well that the, the tongue twisters like rubber baby buggy bumper. Yep. Uh, Tommy Atanamus took two T's down to the top of two tall trees. Uh, around the rough and rugged rock, the ragged rascal ran. Sixty-six sailors sailed the Mississippi in sixteen sixty-six. The handle goes up and the hammer comes down. Betty Botter bought some so butter. But she the said, butter's bitter. If, if I put it in my batter, it'll make my batter bitter. So she bought a bit of better butter, put it in her bitter batter, made her bitter batter better. So just better. Betty Botter bought a bit of better butter. <laughs> and uh, so we do those, and then we, we mix in numbers, and we do everything from 1 to 100 and back. We do 2 and a half, five, seven and a half, ten, twelve and a half, fifteen, seventeen and a half, twenty, five, ten, fifteen, twenty. 10, 15, 20. And uh, as you learn to sing songs, the uh, the uh, chant, we call it the chant. Uh, you know the the combination of the rhythm and the numbers helps create that chant, and it makes it melodic and fun to listen to, and expedites the sale. and And you can sell a lot of merchandise uh, using that chant. So we try to, you know, when you're starting out, you know, you're not going to be the fastest auctioneer in the world, but over time. If you run a, a business and you sell estates and antiques or farm sales or whatever you do, uh, you'll increase your, your speed. So probably, you know, I will tell you that uh, last week I did a four-and-a-half, five-hour sale. Uh, I did it. Uh, it was uh, it was a live and online auction. So yeah. we can kind of combine what we do. And we teach this here at the auction school. And, uh, you know, I did about four-and-a-half, five hours last week. Uh, I did it uh, via the internet and uh, and and through the all the audio uh, capabilities. So I ran about four and a half five hours. Did about three million dollars. I sat in uh, McKinney, Texas, and the auction items were sitting in Sparks, Nevada. And uh, that's what's neat about today is that you know people say, "Well, do you like the internet?" And I well, there's a lot of good things about it. There's a lot of bad things about the internet, but I will tell you that as you well know especially because I'm in the real estate side of the auction business, and I know you guys do some real estate mm-hmm. and, and a lot of benefits, and I do a lot of benefit auctions here in Texas and, and, and around New York and Washington, D.C. But, you know, when you have the Internet, you have the opportunity to market worldwide, which we didn't have, you know, when I was a kid and when I was getting started and until about 1995 when eBay came along and introduced auctions to a whole new generation. Uh, even though it's not what you and I typically do, uh, the word auction really came back strong in the mid '90s, and and we've taken advantage of it. So, yeah. you know, that's what that's what I do, and I try to try to if I'm doing machinery, I try to run about 80 to 110 lots an hour and and rock along. And if we're doing real estate, it's no big rush because we want to we want to just offer that real estate and get the maximum price for our seller, and hopefully the buyer gets uh, gets it at a price they wanted at too. And it's a win-win. You know, there's just no better way than the auction method of marketing. Just I anything, totally agree. I believe yep. it's the greatest I form really of the free enterprise that. system. Well, well Mike, yes. and of course you did teach bid calling, but what other subjects do you cover at auction school? Well, we cover a lot of things. Uh, based, uh, I had an auctioneer this morning, uh, Scott Swenson from Austin, Texas. Yeah. He's been with me for all 31 years that Has. we've been here. <laughs> and, uh, Scott comes up and he, he taught, uh, starting an auction business, how to start an auctioneering business and kind of the, all of the in, inside uh, structure of a business, how to hire people, you know, how to do the books. Uh, we teach, uh, clerking and cashiering and we teach, uh, uh the different, Specialties, uh, which is really exciting, because we have we have folks in this room that that sell real estate and they want to add real estate to their auction practice or their real estate practice. They want to have auctions, and then you have people that are in the livestock business. I've got a lot of farm and ranch folks here in in the school, and and there a lot of them were wanting to uh, sell a livestock. And then we have a, we went to the auto auction this morning. Uh, here in Dallas, and uh, we were able to go and take the students and let them see how uh, the wholesale auto auction works, and that was fantastic. And, and there's a lot of very successful auctioneers that you know and I know that are at that auction. And uh, so the, all the specialties are pretty much covered. Antiques, we talk about antiques, uh, running an auction gallery. If you want to be uh, in the antique auction business or if you want to sell artwork, we touch on artwork. 
So we're going to spend some part of the day. You, you mentioned how does a normal day work. We spend about an hour and a half in the morning on the drills. And then we also have them come through and sell for us. So every day they'll come through in the morning and sell. And then we'll have a lecture and we'll break for lunch. We'll come back, maybe have another lecture after a warm-up with the drills and uh, have them come through and sell one more time. And then we'll have guest lecturers. Uh, we have them come in from, from everywhere. And uh, we usually wrap up around 7, 7.30 every evening. That sounds like a long day, and it is. But, uh, but you know, it's amazing that you can, you can spend 10 or 12 hours a day here at this auction school and leave here after eight or nine days. You'll have about 85 hours uh, under your belt which is the requirement for most states. Somewhere between 80 and 85 hours is, is about what most of your states require. When it's all over, you know, you, you get a diploma, and that, that'll, give you the, uh, that'll give you the green light to go take the state test if it's a licensed law state. And then uh, hopefully you can start your business. You know, what's great about the, uh, this business, as you well know, is you can, you can make it what you want to. You know, it truly is what you said. It's the free enterprise system at its absolute very best. So if you want to make it a full-time job, you can make it a full-time job. You can make it a part-time job. I've got a lot of friends that, uh, you know, they have worked for a company or they worked for the state of Texas or they worked in the, you know, the, the state of Oklahoma or somewhere in the Midwest. They've got a, they have a good job and they have benefits and all this stuff. And, and they're like, Mike, I've been there 20 years. And, uh, you know, I just can't stop and just do auctions. And, and I said, well, you know, it's a great, great opportunity for you to do, do it as part-time. So, you know, you can work Monday through Friday and then spend your, you know, weekends doing auctions. You can do an auction in the morning on Saturday and do a fundraiser at night and uh, then go back Monday morning. And you know what's great about it? It gives you great variety in your life. Yeah. And uh, it makes your life much more fulfilling than feeling like you're trapped in a job that you you, you know, it makes you a good living. It takes care of your family, but it's not necessarily your your passion. And yeah. the auction business is is something you can be very passionate about. And we and, are. Uh, we are a passionate yeah. bunch of people. <laughs> we are. Yeah. And and you and you know, uh, Lance, we are coming up. Uh, you know, this July we'll be in Oklahoma City for our national yep. convention. So I'm returning to the scene of the crime. Yes, you are. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, so I'm very excited that I can just drive up yeah. I-35 across the Red River and yeah. and drive about two and a half, three hours and uh, have the national convention right here close to home. So we're pretty excited about that. Well, we're excited about it, too. And uh, auction school, for me, was a life changer. And, uh, you know, you talk about the different subjects that you covered. Now, Terry's father, Bob, Bob Turnage, he was mm-hmm. our mentor here, and he got us started the business. He thought he wanted to be a car auctioneer, and that's why he went to the Missouri Auction School to, mm-hmm. you know, to learn that. He never called a car auction in his life. <laughs> yep. The what? Yep. And that lecture on estate auctions, real estate, and, and, real, estate. and real estate. That's what hit him. And so, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you just don't know. You, you go to auction school, think you maybe want to do, go one way, and then you hear how. Oh, wait a minute! Here's an avenue over here. That, and Mike, I know that's what you and I love about this business. You know. There's so many different ways you can go, and uh, I I always say the the auction business has led me. I haven't led my business. It it takes me, <laughs> it takes me in all kinds of directions. You know, at one time it was I was a benefit auctioneer, hundred percent, and then uh, we've done estates and real estate, and we liquidate uh, businesses and equipment, and that's what I love. I love the variety, and yep. uh, it, the variety of people you meet, the variety of work. The, the things that you learned before you got on, Terry's trying to tell us about a tractor. She knows as much about a tractor as I do a dress. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, so so it's, it's just all kinds of avenues that you can go in this business. So it's funny. Yeah. I told, I told the class, I always tell the class on the very first day, I, I know you may be coming here to be a car auctioneer or you may be coming here to be a livestock auction uh, guy. Because that's that is a lot. A lot of the you know a lot of them think that way. That's what yes, they're thinking that, about yep. doing. Uh, and then there's a whole group of people that are interested in real estate. And I said, now listen, you know, I know you may be here because you think you're going to be in the auto business, but I can tell you right now, by the time your time is complete here at auction school, 
you may have changed your mind. Yep. When you leave America's Auction Academy, you may decide you want to get in the real estate auction business. Yep. And, you know, when I went to school, like you, um, I, I, I went to auction school to be the greatest antique auctioneer in America. And I really thought that's what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. That was my plan. Now, I went home. And I did a consignment sale, sold some just a variety of things for the community. A man came and saw me that day, and he said, would you look at my sister's estate? I did. I, and two or three weeks later, we had sold it. Uh, at every sale I did, I had a contact to look at another sale. After about a year and a half to two years, I had made contact with a company that most of you know, uh, at least people of our generation, is uh, Western Auto Supply Company, which today is Advanced Automotive. And I got in with them, and I liquidated their stores in True Value and Firestone. And if a Walmart store opened, five small-town stores closed. And that's what I did for the better part. I sold a Western Auto store mm. one a week for 20 years. My word. <laughs> that that kind of set my career in motion. Yeah. But then after, so, and but but three years in, I got my real estate license back in 1983, and so I was getting that uh, behind me so I could sell some real estate. And then after I did all the retail stores and you know liquidated Montgomery Ward stores in mm-hmm. Texas and Louisiana and Oklahoma, and then uh, you know woke up one day and I I ran into a gentleman that was with a big finance company called Textron Finance out of Atlanta and then GE Capital, and I started liquidating industrial facilities all over the United States and Mexico and Canada and uh, did that for about 10 or 15 years. So, you know, that's what's been so one. And I've also been doing fundraisers, and I've been doing fundraisers for 25, 30 years and uh, did about 40 of them last year. And uh, we've we've done the largest American Cancer Society fundraiser in the United States uh, for about 15, 20 years and do about three or four million dollars in a night. And, uh, you know, and been with almost every country music star and you can imagine. And I think, you know, that's the fun part about this business is you can listen. If you'd have told me that a six, seven year old kid sitting on a dairy farm in North Texas <laughs> listening to Paul Harvey News and comment in the morning and the, and after lunch would end up, you know, yeah. going all over the world. You know, I've, I've been fortunate enough to be, you know, the guest speaker in South Africa at their national convention. Um, I'm just so blessed to, to have to have those opportunities and to meet all these really wonderful people and, and help a lot of people. And, and I think that's really that's what I try to uh, stress yeah. to our students is, is is giving back. Well, you know, and tomorrow you know, afternoon, tomorrow afternoon, we're going to be doing our fun auction. Yes, let's mention that for yeah. Yep. Well, that's going to be tomorrow afternoon. I think it's at four o'clock, and we you know the students all bring something to the auction, and then the school donates items to the auction, and then St. Jude Children's Hospital and Texas Scottish Rite Children's Hospital here in Dallas. And Frisco, and we, you know, we are in Frisco now, which is about 15 miles from downtown Dallas. It's where the, you know, the headquarters for the Dallas Cowboys. In fact, from our classroom on the ninth floor of this hotel, you can look out at the Dallas Cowboys headquarters. Of course, you know, it's had a dark cloud over the last two days, mm. and uh, that it's been a rough time yeah. for the Dallas Cowboys. But Frisco, <laughs> you know, is the fastest growing area in, in the state of Texas. Uh, they, they're getting a Universal theme park, uh, Universal. Uh, so they have this theme park like they have in Orlando. They're get the PGA is moving here. Two Omni hotels. It, what, what's so amazing to me is there's probably 250,000 people here today. I moved here in 1992 when there was 3,000 people, and so I've just seen this thing explode. So the auction tomorrow uh, will be things that we we're going to be selling to the students and then to some of the guests and and uh you know the majority of the funds go to st jude children's hospital and scottish right we america's auction academy has donated about three hundred fifty thousand dollars to st jude and about three hundred fifty thousand to scottish right so you know our That's students great. are giving back but, but we're suppressing that you know, yeah. give back, give back, give back, because as you give, 
you shall receive. That is <laughs> just the way it is. That is true. Well, Mike Jones from Texas, owner of an auction, one of the best auction schools in the country. We thank you for coming on, Mike, sharing that with us. And, Mike, what if someone wanted to attend auction school? How could they contact you? You can. The best way to get a hold of us, and, and I, I'll, I'll give you a couple of ways. Uh, our website, you can go to our website and check it out. Uh, it's Americas. That's Americas with an S, no apostrophe. It's just Americas with an S, auctionacademy.com. Americasauctionacademy.com. And you can actually see the catalog. You can see what the classes are. You can see pictures of who the instructors are. And you can also register for the class, if you'd like to, on that site. And uh, our next class will be in June. And then we'll have another class in September, October. So we All do right. three classes a year. It's kind of a, a winter, summer, fall deal. And uh, But we're here. We'll be in Frisco, Texas. And... And we're waiting for you. If you want to learn how to become an auctioneer and change the world and change your life, this is what it's all about. It sure changed yours and mine and Terry's and Eric's. Yep. And we're, yep. we appreciate you coming on. Mike Jones, thank you so much for sharing that with us today. We'll see you in Oklahoma City. Thank you, Lance. All right. And uh, all the best to Terry and, and all you. the folks there in Memphis. All right. See you later. Thank you, Mike. Okay, that was great. Mike doesn't just wear the hat he has cattle too that's right <laughs> have you heard that expression all hat no cattle uh-huh. well he's got the hat and cattle so he you know he's right the the most unique people come to auction school yeah you know it's it, well you went uh, yeah i went so <laughs> i went and actually got out who's who's to say what happened there uh people coming for all kinds of reasons either they're wanting to to make it you know what they do or they want to uh, uh they they just kind of want to come see what it's about you know they just want to learn how um that's that's true and it, it uh it is a life-changing thing for people who go so uh uh if you want to go think about the texas auction academy well actually he's changed the name now what america's uh auction auction academy is that? i think that's right yeah so uh uh we appreciate mike sharing that with us and uh Terry, we didn't get through a while ago, and before our next guest comes on, maybe you could uh, finish up what we were talking about. Again, we are Walker Auctions. We're on KWAM 990 every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. from 1 to 2, and we talk auctionees, and uh, we're in the auction business. We do about 100 auctions a year. Some are live. uh, Some are online, and and the majority, I'd have to say now, are online. It's kind of the way we've gone we found that that's what people in uh memphis seem to like yes that is so true yeah i was talking about that tractor at that auction that we've got uh coming up that'll be listed probably tomorrow afternoon so i'm super excited about that auction lots of tools um lots of um you know what to be honest with you lance I don't even know what those tools are, but there's a bunch of them. <laughs> so there you go. Um, that, that's out in Fayette County. We've got uh, several auctions. We've got a house full of super nice furniture um, on Old Brownsville Road. That's going to be up probably within the next uh, day or two. We've got some fine art that we're selling, um, some beautiful pieces. And this is your chance, if you're interested in, in all kinds of art, this is your chance to to bid on that. And uh, Eric, are we going to have that Ford Galaxy? Yes, we've got those coming up here in a, a consignment auction here. You should see it up on the website uh, no later than the beginning next or uh, Yeah, you, it actually, it should be up now. Uh, you should be able to go on our website and see we've got a, a fire truck, the Ford Galaxy for sale, uh, a lawnmower, along with a few other items. So lots of great stuff coming up there. Yes. So there, Lance, we've just got several things in the making, and we're also working on this is the also the benefit auction season. So we have many benefit auctions. I think you're uh, in and out of town quite a bit going to Cincinnati. I and I am doing a lot of local, a lot of Nashville area auctions. So we are staying very busy with the galas that we're working with as well. So there you go. That's what's happening with Walker Auctions. Correct. Yeah. So Lance, also, we 
I'm looking at about five or six more estates, and some of these including real estate. So keep your your eyes open for that. Where we look, um, I'm actually going to Missouri this uh, next week to look at a couple of auctions there. Um, Terry, we uh, maybe yeah maybe selling out a uh, a business there in Boot Hill, Missouri. We're from the Boot Hill, Missouri. It's where we started with your father, and uh, moved to Memphis several years ago. And uh, it's been a good move, but we miss, we still have a lot of friends and lot of have friends. some family back yeah, in Missouri. That's good Love people. going there. And the uh, fact is, uh, I was uh, inducted into the Missouri Auctioneers Hall of Fame a few years ago. I always go back. Their convention's in February, and I always attend that. Still enjoy going back. But what we have found is that if you have a, an estate to settle, it, uh, if you have land to sell, if you have a home to sell, you may find that the best way to sell it is by competitive bidding. Eric, what are some of the advantages of competitive bidding? Why not just put it up for sale and take one offer and maybe that'll be your best one? What does competitive bidding do? Yeah, well, the problem with putting it up and accepting one offer is that you very likely are leaving money on the table. Um, you know, you Good don't point. always have the confidence um, to know that you have established your price properly. Um, you know, when you put something at a lower price uh, that that multiple people will say, well, hey, that's cheap. Well, you get mo- those multiple people bidding on it, and by the end of the auction, uh, it's not cheap anymore. <laughs> Matter of fact, they may have very well paid over for it, as many people do at our auctions. We're very thankful for those See, people. I'm thinking they don't pay over. That's right. Well, they they pay they, just what they wanted to pay. That's exactly right. That's right. Yeah, you know, it's it's very interesting. You you do get people that say, "I just paid too much for that." I don't think you did. If no, you paid too much for it, you probably wouldn't have bought the, it. The, you know, that anytime you sell something, most people, well, that was that was a bargain, or man, that went way too high. You know, I have never met any. <laughs> I've never met anybody who ever said I paid exactly the amount that that is worth. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever heard that in my life. It's either I paid too much or, man, I got that for cheap. Well, see, to me, what, what an auction does, it determines what that item is right? among those people at that time period right there. You know, right, yeah. Uh, whether it be a house, whether it be a couch, whether it be a trip to Hawaii, what it, whatever it is. Or a group of stuff. A group, yeah. Yeah. You know, you have quality. When, when you organize a good auction, you promoted it, you let the public know it's, this is for sale. And, uh, you know, we've had several surprises. You know, we've had some auctions where no one showed up. And, That's you know, right. You know, we've had a, a nice home and, and no one showed up. And we wonder, what in the world? What is going on? And then we we might sell a, a building that's falling in thinking, man, we're going to be lucky if anybody shows up. And we have one of the best auctions right. of the year. Yeah. You know. You never know that an auction helps also to track down the market. It it brings the market to the seller, right? And lets that seller know here is the market now. And uh, you know, we look at auctions sometimes. You and I looked at one last week, and you know, it we when we left, we just felt like, man, this is not going to work for this 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 guy here. The seller, yeah. It, it's it's for various reasons. Uh, we won't get into it on the air, but it's just not going to work. It, and and so in that case, an auction wasn't the best method. Right. But in most cases, the, I have found the the most important thing about an auction is the attitude of the seller. Right. That determines if there should be an auction or not. Yeah. How motivated you are to sell? You know, for example, the the gentleman we met with last week. Uh, it was great talking to him. He it was his business that we were you know potentially going to sell out. He'd done well with it. He was in a uh, a, a confident um, financial position. You know he wasn't in desperate need for cash. Which man isn't that the position we all want to yeah. be in when we get to <laughs> when sell I grow our up? I hope to be in that That's position. Right. <laughs> so you know he was he was in a spot where. He was comfortable, but yeah. he, he wanted to find out some information about what might be involved in selling mm-hmm. it. If you can get an extra buck, uh, why not, right? Yeah. So yeah. he calls us. We go have a look at it, and uh, you know he, he's asking about his real estate. He's asking about his personal property, and uh, the price that he's wanting for the real estate, it was just too high. 
uh, is a little too high. He didn't need to sell it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, our job there is to say, well, you know, your mindset here is not one where we could service you the best. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, uh, you know, keep it and, and rent it or do what you would like to with it. Uh, but you're right. The, the, the mindset of the seller determines the success uh, of, of the auction. Yeah. And I think that's in, in probably in sales, uh, you know, regardless, not necessarily yeah. just auctions, but especially with auctions. And, you know, Terry, what we've seen happen lately is such a huge interest in uh, settling estates. Uh, and we're seeing where, you know, people are moving into a retirement home or uh, moving closer to their children, their grandchildren. And uh, now that's a thought. <laughs> we were going to move next door to Eric, but he, he said would we're not. close enough. Yeah, <laughs> he said I'll be on one side of town, you be on the other, and we'll bring the grandbaby over when, when we, we want feel to. like it. Yeah. When, whenever you feed us. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, um, you know what, Lance? We we have been dealing with a lot of estates, and and that's one of the things that people are finding is that. Uh, as as you get older you don't want as much stuff you don't need as much stuff yep and you don't need as much space so it's more of a whole package than just um wanting to get rid of some things that is one of the things that i'm seeing when i'm dealing with people who are moving into either retirement homes or moving closer to their children the neat thing about online is that they get to watch the children the cousins the brothers and sisters everybody no matter where you are can enjoy the auction yep they can watch it um as as mom and dad's stuff is being sold and it makes them pretty confident that walker auctions is taking care of their parents and that is true and and you know it's a it's the best way you to, to settle an estate and and then to get it out the door and and, and that, so often that's the case uh today i got a call from a guy who's in California, and uh, the estate is here in Memphis. And, you know, how in the world can he manage that from California? And uh, it's his parents. And so, you know, the auction method is just perfect for him, you know. And what, what we like to say is, if you're ready to sell it, just give us the keys, and we'll take care of it. And really, the seller doesn't have to do anything in that case. We take care of it. That is true. The, the, the thing that I like to say is, while someone is moving into an assisted living or retirement home or even close to their children or even you know no matter what the situation is we're saving their back they've got decisions they have to make on what to take how to where to move it what room to put it in and once they get that moved it it's not over for them we are saving their back so that they don't have to move anything over we're taking care of that for them and i think that's one of the things that their um their children and typically their grown children who have Mm -hmm. lives of their own whether it's locally or in california their grown children do not have to worry about items they know that they can trust us so that that's there's there's so many little details when someone is downsizing that they do not think about and that we because we've done it with so many people we can help them with that yeah um even give them tips on certain things such as who to select as their moving company give them some just some names nothing to do with walker auctions but we like to be able to help those who need help and have questions yep the call i got this morning guy called me because uh the moving company recommended us so that was kind of neat uh you know, it really is a big responsibility if your parents die or they get to the position where they've got to move somewhere, maybe bad health or whatever, then then you as the child have to take over to help your parents make that move. And uh, it, it's a very difficult thing to do. And what you're really good at, Terry, I'll say, is that I've heard you say, oh, no, you don't want to sell that. You want to keep that. And I'm thinking to myself, don't tell them that. Don't tell them that. That'll bring a lot of money. But, you know, you'll say, now, you know, because you may need that where you're going. And and uh, and that's really, that's really, uh, I think, neat, a neat thing that we do is that we know a lot about movement. And we've learned about what it's like when you move from one place to another. 
And when you move into a retirement home, that's one thing. But in, in the, but if you're moving to another home, then you might. It's a whole different whole, scenario. A different scenario. Yeah. Absolutely. Th- that, that's the interesting thing about it, too. Uh, one of the things that we've seen is that if you're moving, it's going to cost you a lot of money yes, it is. to move. Yeah. So is it smarter to sell what you have? buy new and have it delivered yeah you know sometimes that's even the smartest way to go and that's one of the things that we've seen we we work a lot with the farms at bailey station Mm -hmm. we're one of their preferred vendors and um when when working with them it it makes it so much easier because we've had such experience in you know maybe a sofa is too large to get on the third floor we know that because we've had yeah. clients who could not get a sofa on the third floor because it was too large to fit up there. So that's some other things that we help with our clients. Yeah. Give you know, them some things to look at. And Eric, again, uh, we're Walker Auctions based here in Memphis, Tennessee, and we service people in Tennessee, Arkansas, Mississippi, and Missouri. And you know the one thing that, and by the way, if you need to reach us, you can also call us at 901 but if you want to call Eric direct, you would dial 901-491-0793, and I can help you with equipment sales or business liquidations if you need it. Say that number uh, one more time, son. It's 901-491-0793. The reason I want you to call Eric is I want you to put the work on him, okay? That's right. <laughs> That's right. you got to retire sometime. So, folks, again, we're Walker Auctions based here in Memphis, Tennessee, and I see Eric's picking up the his bow he's about to play his violin get us out of here and uh you know what we like to say at walker auctions that you know, when it's time to sell you give us a call and we'll come to help you again that's 901-322-2139 but you know when it's time to sell walker auctions doesn't fiddle around well except for me i guess except for eric when he's playing that violin we hope to see you next Saturday at 1 p.m. right here on KWAM 990. Thank you for listening to Time to Sell with Walker Auction. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.